Y'all ready? I'm ready whenever. Is it going? It's on. It's on? It's on. Let's go. Uh, it's going right now? Yeah, of course. Wait, how do, how do you typically start it off? I just be like, so I'll be like, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to kind of like you know it's coming but any like anything you want to do that's just how i do it but anything like how you want to just start it all right what up my beautiful people um i'm my oh i'm gonna start over <laughs> no, 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 no. that's just me no oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. um my beautiful people i'm myla thank you guys for tuning in to episode Before we do that, um, I'm going to be kicking off the next vibe check. Mm, what you yes. got for us today, Miss Myla? All right, so y'all know I'm a lover of music. I feel like I tell mm. my I tell my um, tell my life through music, and so I want to know what song would best describe like your season right now, your phase in life right now, your cycle. Mine is options uh, by Fabulous with P and B Rock and Gucci Mane and uh, Two Chains. Right. I don't know if you're yet. Yeah, it's that's how I feel. I got options. Oh, <laughs> okay, alright, alright. I haven't heard that, but I gotta, I gotta listen to that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tamir? Um, right now I'm really vibing with "Fuck the World" "Summer in London" by Brent Fias. Yes, you gotta go with Brent. That's a classic. Alright, what about you? You, I know you're about to say Brent. <laughs> Terrell loves Brent Fayez. Who? Uh, okay, yes, of course. You know, I gotta hold down my man's Brent, so I gotta go with Around Me. I just feel like that song, like, really encompasses, like, just, like, the age that we're in and just, like, making sure that, like, you have, like, everything that you need to, like, be successful in this life and that you're surrounding yourself with that. So I feel like Around Me really speaks to that. So y'all should definitely check that song out because it's definitely a bop. Right. And I would say uh, Vacation by Janine. It's actually a love song. I just like it because the vibe is really like really slow and that's been my mood right now. Just chilling, relaxing. She's talking about, you know, I'll be your vacation. I'll be your getaway. And I feel like, okay, okay. I'm, on, I'm on my own vacation right now. I'm chilling. I'm taking my time getting into myself. I like that. Uh, but yeah, y'all guys can actually check out all these songs on our new playlist yes. that we'll be dropping. We'll have yes. a link in our Instagram. Somebody say the Instagram for me right now. Uh, the Inner Circle Pod. Is there an underscore in there? No, no. it's just the Inner okay. Circle Pod. The Inner Circle Pod. Go ahead and be, de- definitely follow us because we'll have that in there. All right, so I'm sorry I'm talking so slow right now, y'all. I'm just like real chill. Yeah, I know I usually come like super hyper, but I'm just, I'm relaxing. We're chilling. All right, so for our first one, y'all, what what did you think college was going to be like? What was your perception as a graduating senior? Just got into your school. What did you think you? What, what did you think it would be like? 
I don't know. For me, the first thing I thought about was like, kind of like him in college. Cause well, I, I, so my dream was to go to Morehouse, and mm-hmm. I ended up at MSU because of Diamond. We not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond is his twin sister. Yeah. But when I found out I was going to Michigan State, I just thought like a uh, big white school. So I was like, this gonna be like like Zoe One Hundred and One, like on steroids. <laughs> That's that's really what I thought it was gonna be like, and I had been up here for like games and stuff, and I was just like, it's real cool, but I'm like, this is gonna be like different, cause mm-hmm. I'm like from all black school like all my life, so totally different experience. Okay, what about you, Tamara? Um, I was just excited to really harness all the resources that college will have. I didn't really have no expectations for it. Um, I knew some people going in, so I kind of felt comfortable. Um, and I didn't really feel like, cause I'm I'm from Detroit, as y'all know. I'm a <laughs> Let it be city girl. <laughs> and like moving an hour away, like I really didn't feel nothing about that. But I think it was just I was just ready to do it. Okay. Um, when it comes to me, like I don't know, like my I guess I growing up, I really realized that I'm a more logical and analytical person than I thought I was. And so, like, when I thought of college and high school, I was just really thinking, like, well, this is just what makes sense. Like, it's just the next step, like, on my journey. This is just what something that's expected of you. This is something that you're just supposed to do. So, college, going to college was never really a question to me. Um, when it kind of came to where I was going to go, honestly, I just based off places that I had visited, like, going, growing up, like, in middle school, high school, they would take us on field trips. Like, I was like, okay, I've been to these places before. Like, this is the place I'm probably going to go to. So, when I finally got into Michigan State... I'm not sure, like, kind of like DJ, like, didn't really know, to have too many experiences, like, living away from home, other than, like, seeing it on TV, like, Zoe 101, so I was just like, well, this is how it's gonna be, like, I'm gonna have a room, and I might have a roommate, and, right. like, you know, you get into stuff, and, like, plus me being, like, um, in a very, like, small household with a lot of people, like, having seven people, you know, living in, like, a three-bedroom house, like, that's, like, I needed my space, so mm-hmm. I was really looking yeah. forward to just, like, having my own space, and, like, just really having opportunities to just, like, be on my own and just, like, do my own thing. So right. I was very excited for that. Whatever that looked like, I was just ready for it. Me too. I was the same way. So for me, I actually visited MSU's campus, and I fell in love with it. I think we had went, like, maybe it was, like, the beginning of fall. So y'all know how MSU mm-hmm. is. is a very mm-hmm. green place, and I'm very much so into, like, outside and, like, what's around me. I love nature. And so when I saw, I just got this vibe of like, I was a romantic too. So I just got this vibe of like, you know, me being on campus and I was going to run into this guy and my books fell down. He picked them up and we're like walking around campus, holding hands and getting to know it. And so for me, MSU just looked like the perfect like getaway for myself personally. It is so beautiful. I was just like, I could see myself just like being alone, reading a book by the river type place and like. Mm. So, and I was also, I loved a different world like you, DJ. So yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to find a Dwayne to my witch. <laughs> like, this is going to be perfect. <laughs> that didn't play out so much. So, <laughs> but that was, that was definitely, I just saw it as a way to get away from where I was. I was so sick of like being in the hood and being yeah. with people who like were like-minded, but they, they didn't really have ambition like I did. Like nobody actually saw college as like a next step. And I was just like so sick of being with people who didn't like think that they, that there was anything left after this. Like I was just so ready to explore the world. I didn't care what it looked like. 
Mm-hmm. I feel that. So, okay, so how do y'all feel about, like, having those <coughs> expectations or, like, those ideas of, like, what college might be, like, into, like, actually, like, us, like, moving in, like, having to, like, stay in the dorms and just, like, going through those first couple of months, going through the motions? Because I'm not going to lie, like, at first, I was, like, I don't know, I was shook. Like, I was in Acres, like, at Michigan State, so it was, like, a four-person, you know, four people right. to a room. Like, luckily for me, thank God, like, one person didn't come from China, and it was just me on one side of the, <laughs> it was me on one side of the wall, and the other two people on the other side. They was white, mind you. It's like, I don't have a problem with white people, but it was just like, it was different being in that type of close proximity with somebody, like, from a different cultural standpoint to me, from a different background, and, like, trying to find common ground. It was just like, yeah. they would have conversations, like, I wouldn't know what to say, like, I wouldn't know what to talk about, like... Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like, and it was and it was crazy to me because like I went to school like and it's like I had white friends and like it was never a problem. But like I'm living with these people and it was just like totally uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable, <laughs> and I don't know. I was just like it was just rough. It was just like really hard for me to find people at first that I feel like I connected with, especially since I really didn't know anybody from high school that was there with me. So it was like starting all over again, and it was rough in the beginning. It was really rough. I would say for me, actually, my first day on campus, my family had just, like, put me in. I was so ready for them to go. I'm like, y'all, like, leave so I can start my life. Like, I need to see who's around me. I need to get, you know, accommodated in my room. And then they left. And maybe, like, an hour later, I found myself crying. Mm -hmm. Because I realized I did not know anybody on campus. Like, out of my graduating class, only a few of us went to college. And I think only two people had went to MSU and I didn't really talk to them for real. And so it was the first time in my life where I was like, oh shit, I'm like literally alone. Like that's crazy. And then I had an international roommate. She was from China. She, the sweetest girl in the world. But yeah, you got that like you got that culture shock. Like, there's definitely mm-hmm. a culture difference. Mm-hmm. And so there are some things that, like, I I didn't really talk to her much. And so, but when I actually, like, got onto campus and I started meeting people, it college was everything I thought it would be plus more. I didn't realize how much, like, how responsible you have to be for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have nobody constantly remind you, hey, this is coming up, this is coming up. Hey, you better. I didn't even. I went to a school where we had syllabus. But they weren't actually with syllabus. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is, like, what grades look like. So I didn't know that. I didn't know maybe until, like, the middle of, like, that first year that, you know, a syllabus has everything for that year. I didn't know what office hours actually was. People kept talking about office mm. hours. I'm like, really? <laughs> yes. I'm like, what the hell are office hours? Like, <laughs> do you schedule an appointment? Like, I, I was just so confused. But, like, even with, like, parties and stuff like that it was like that was a shock to me it was like I expected there to be parties but when people say like white girl wasted I didn't actually <laughs> know that white girl wasted was white girl wasted because I didn't grow up around white people so that was new for me too mm-hmm. so it was it was everything I thought it would be plus a little more mine was really smooth but I did like had a little crying thing but it was like my parents parked right outside of the building um, like in a little parallel spot and I lived on the 6th floor of North Hubbard my f- freshman year so like when I looked out the window and it was pulling up like my <laughs> eyes I was like because <laughs> I was like dang like no money like, <laughs> like <laughs> nothing like it's like Damn, like it's it's really real. But see, I knew people because I did um, a bridge program 
like with the College of Ed before, so I knew like TJ and John, Tim, like I knew everybody, like that I was really cool with, and it was like, hey, where y'all at? And once that happened, it was like, oh, it was straight from there, and you know how my floor was, kind of you. My floor was lit as hell. Oh, you know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was 10th floor hub. Sixth floor. Oh, yeah. Hey, okay. six of hub nasty. We had Sedgwick was yeah. our RA. It was nobody like us. Yeah, yeah. Untouchable. I love all of them. That's a blessing. With mine, it was like, hold on, wait. What was the question? I <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> look, we done all went around. Basically, it was like thinking like, so what was your experience like actually coming into college for the first time in those first couple of months of your freshman year opposed to like what you thought or what you were expecting, you know, like before coming there? Okay. Um, so I did a few bridge programs. I did Magic. Oh, magic yeah. Magic One. We two. Okay. <laughs> magic We One. And I did Trio. So hmm. I knew quite a few people. <laughs> I knew quite a few people before I came. Um, but one thing that like really rang true was the amount of free time. Like I find myself, I'm like, well, what do I do now? Like I had these classes, I know these these people here, they they doing this and different stuff like that. I'm like, well, you know, like what do I do now? And so, um, I think my transition was pretty. It was pretty nice. It was pretty easy because. I was blessed enough to be able to come into college with the same people I'm leaving with. Oh. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I was blessed enough to have that. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, great experience. Okay, I think it's really cool how you said about, like, how you had all that free time. I feel like that's a, that's what really pisses me off about, like, how we are, like, conditioned, how we grow up. I just feel like so much of our time is accounted for for things that we don't have any choice but to attend to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we reach a certain point, people just cut us loose and say, like, okay, like, figure it out. And it's kind of like, that's anxiety-inducing because it's just, like, so much time. Yeah. And especially if you are in a house, you are grown up in a household in our community where they really push for you to be independent mm-hmm. instead of codependent and, like, really understand who you are and what you like. It can be rough being in a place full of people and not not really knowing like what to do, you know, outside yeah. of like what structure, like our classes. Because it, it's not like in high school where we had like classes like fourth hour through sixth hour in that mug all day. So you might have like hour gaps in between classes. Mm-hmm. You only have two classes a day. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do all this time with my hands. Mm-hmm. So right, that just crazy to think about. But also, like, okay, so what are some, okay, so let's talk about, like, the parties. How was, how was the, how, Remember that one party we went to? Which one? It was, it was only me and you. Bro, no, no, you, me, and Dina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, should we bleep out that name? <laughs> no, we wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like that basement. Yes, the white people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! What do you remember from that party? Okay, I just remember like I don't know why, but we was in the mood to go out. We was like, we need to get into something. But like our other friends was like, no, like we don't want to go out. I was like, okay, well, we about to find something to get into. Right? We know it's out here, so uh-huh. we were literally like. I guess, I don't know, like, our friend Dina at the time, she was living on their floor at Holmes, and she was, like, knew other people that we didn't, so we was asking her, she was like, oh, I know some people, like, hanging out on Grand River and, like, doing some things like that, so we was just, like, going into these random-ass houses, we ain't know nobody, but that's how the white they, like, they didn't let anybody up in it that shit. It was fun, though. It do be, and, like, we were just walking, I remember we walked into uh-huh. some places in a basement, and I don't, it was, like, a live 
person performing yeah. and they was just like smoking in there and Wait, like just doing all types of shit. I got a story. It was this one place, this one house I went to. We don't, we don't, I don't remember who suggested it. I don't remember how we got there. We probably Ubered it some shit, but it was the most lit, secluded, like fucking like movie type party <laughs> I've ever been to in my life. Like first and foremost, we walk up, it's this Asian man blocking the door. Well, this Asian boy blocking the door. And he like, yeah, like, who y'all know? It was some bullshit he asked us, and he let us in. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know, Asian guy, whatever. And But we walk in, and the black people were on the first, so we, we walk in, it's all black people. I'm like, oh, cool, they got, you know, Chief Keith playing and shit, everybody hype as fuck, woo, woo, woo. So for some reason, we're like, hey, let's go upstairs. <laughs> we walk upstairs. It's Hispanics and Latinos everywhere. They giving us jungle juice. They fucking salsa dancing. It was like, I, my fucking mind was blown. I was like, what type of party is this? Like, you w literally went to a different floor, and it was like an entire different vibe. And we were salsa dancing with they ass. And, and the thing I kept asking myself the most was like, so how did this Asian man, what role does he play? Because <laughs> well, it was no other. Did he bring this together? Like, there were no other Asian people at that party. It was the most, like, segregated but diverse party I've ever been to in my life. And it was hype as fuck. That's funny. I really like my one. Like I wish I would have attended like some type of Latinx like type of party because I just feel mm -hmm. like they be getting lit. But I ain't never been to. I don't even Me know like neither. where they be having them at. Like I don't. I was never like tapped in. Like, I still don't fucking that. know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that shit was hype as fuck. I remember I went to one party and it smelled. It was like my freshman year. <laughs> it smelled so. Bad. We was on Grand River. It was a building like across from that Michigan, like that, that state McDonald's. Mm -hmm. It was oh, like yeah. a building over there, and it was a basement, and like, it was a party, and I was just like struggling. Like I could <laughs> never. The whole time I was there, I couldn't enjoy myself. I'm like, oh my god, like, <laughs> dog. How does anybody just enjoy themselves in this room, bro? And I'm like, I don't know. If I just, I'm like, bro. Like, is my nose just really clear? Like, am I, am I just really, really smelling good? Like, people not smelling. Like, what is going? Like, I'm tripping, and I'm like. I gotta get out of here. Like, it was the worst thing that I ever done. But then, like, going to the front houses on Michigan Ave, that was, mm -hmm. that was lit. Because they was, like, crazy as hell. I, it was this one frat that I always went to, uh, Fine Side. I don't know if I should Fine say that. Fine Castle Side. And it was uh, right next to Conrad. And it was a white frat. And that was my fucking spot. I actually yeah. ended up dating the person who became the president of that um, of that frat. Oh wow! And so I I was like fucking queen of the frat. Like it was, like, it was, it was love crazy. Like we used to just get in. I have to stand in line and shit. We just go in. And like the vibes were insane. Like they were just cool as fuck. Like. We would just get so fucking drunk, just dance, and like we'd go in the backyard, be lights everywhere. It was just like something off a movie. Like that's one thing I love about my freshman year of college that a lot of people, black people didn't do was like I party with the white people yeah. a lot, <laughs> and I have a fucking ball. But at the same time, I was a little fucked up because I never went to. Uh, what was that place? Fahrenheit. I, I never went to. I never went. <laughs> oh, I, I, I went. Did. I went. I never so went. So mad. I never went. I, so I think mad. I went one time. I went and it was a big ass fight and they got to shooting and I just mm. remember running up out of that bitch. But it, I remember that <laughs> I was a fun, like that. that was like right? the most, that was like the most fun run that I ever had. Like, <laughs> 
even though it was like, it's crazy. Like, it's an adrenaline rush. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, I might shoot. die. I could die. <laughs> <laughs> I could die. But look, <laughs> I'm in the ghetto. And it was like, so at the end of the party, it ended up where we started having to run. We ran across the street. It was like, we I got into a group of people and then we was running and then it was the police coming. Oh. And it was crazy. It was a movie. It was the first, it was my first college party, but that didn't deter me. I still went to other parties too. <laughs> but that was adrenaline and I liked it. Okay. I'm not going to lie. When it's like somebody apartment type shit, I don't fuck with that type of shit. That shit pisses me off. Yeah. If you know, like, if you haven't trying to have a party at your small ass apartment, like, that shit will piss oh, me yeah. off quick as fuck. Like, yeah. I hate going to shit like that. But the houses slept. The houses is low that's slept on. People will prefer to go to clubs or like shit like that, like places where everybody would be at. But them kickbacks and yeah. the hot kickbacks, that, that's the vibe. Bro, no, I had some fun in Chandler, like, I've been having, I have fun oh. in Chandler like, since, like, very, like, my first year. Like, ever <laughs> since I've been there, like, it's always been some shit going on out there. It's never, like, yeah. there's always been some shit. Actually, I had this one story where we was, like, we had just left a party at Chandler, and that bitch rocked. <laughs> I don't remember who party, I don't remember who I was with, but, well, I was with my friends, I don't remember who we saw. And then we're, like, walking, and these white boys are, like, on the third floor. Uh, we were in the villages. They're on the third floor, and they're like, hey, come up, come up. <laughs> now, they always tell you stranger danger, da nah, nah. yeah. But college students don't give a fuck about none of no, that. Like, we are dumb as fuck. we like, hey, let's go up there. So we go up there. We playing beer ball. We playing flip cup. Oh, I'm a beast at flip cup. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't I'm know that. Beast. I am a fucking beast. I've never lost a flip cup. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Look, challenge Just, accepted. No, I, <laughs> challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. That was like the one I, I discovered my fucking talent. Like the first time I played, they were like, oh shit. But anyway, we like playing all that. We on the balcony smoking. We don't know what the fuck, who the fuck, where this came from. Don't do that in college. What the hell is he you doing? He doing a fucking cup song. <laughs> <laughs> he doing a cup song. Yeah, this nigga's doing a cup song. I was. I am guilty. <laughs> but yeah, don't do that too. Don't just smoke off anybody, I guess. I don't. I, 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 I probably still would, but kids don't do that. Like, don't smoke anybody weed. But like, yeah, we just was having a good ass time, bro. In college, you really have you like that. Like, just. Yeah. Just chilling with the motherfuckers you would never, you don't even know who the fuck these people are. Like, it's just like, we all chilling, we all cool, and we all trying to do the yeah, same shit. Yeah, they cool right. as fuck. That's okay. So how do y'all, okay, so do y'all feel like, okay, so that's the one thing that I really appreciate about college, is like, you will meet some cool ass people doing that type of stuff and then it's just and it's also just like you know you just run into random people like you said like you just find out that you have this common interest do y'all be feeling like it's like 
like harder or like do you, how do y'all feel like carrying over that energy so say like you out one night like you having a blast like you meet people like it's cool but now like it's daylight and like now like we out of the party scene and now we just like and like we just casually like walking around doing stuff do y'all feel like it's easier to like see those people again and like try to strike up conversation or is it like oh that's a rule in college i don't think you're supposed to it's just you just like gotta a, you gotta keep that like hey a, yeah. we had a good time keep it moving yeah i feel like unless y'all have a connection and you know you have a connection with somebody when y'all share y'all social media and yeah. then it's like, all right, we fuck with each other. But if we just having a good ass night partying, don't come up to me like, hey, you remember? Because <laughs> it's kind of, it's like an unspoken rule in college. Yeah, first of all, it's like, damn, no, I don't. But it's also, yeah, like, yeah, like, like I don't you remember so... you. Yeah, calm like, down. Yeah, like, chill. Hey, we had a good time. Like, let that be the past. Like, like it's some people that I was at a party in Chandler my freshman year, and the police came, and so like we had, like jumped over the balconies and ran and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we had no car, so we were catching the 26 back to campus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's 26, baby. Yeah, it was these dudes on there that, like, I talked to, like, we, it was, that was me, TJ, I think, oh, no, me and Tyrez, and, like, we had talked to these people, and then, like, we would see them all the time, and they would just be like, what's up, but it was never. Okay, I have a question. Did y'all watch the Netflix show, You? No. I watched season one. I watched but not a couple two. episodes, but not. Oh, y'all didn't watch season, I saw season some two. Snippets. So basically, uh, one one of the cast members they were talking about how like there are basically like tokens that show you that you, like you're now like a LA person, like you're now a now a person of LA. So it was like if you see like a palm tree burning, if you see a dog <laughs> in a baby carriage, and that's how you know like you're you're officially becoming like an LA person. So what would you guys Ooh, say are like the I signs like that you're officially becoming like a person of MSU, like an MSU uh, college MSU's student? College uh, I got one. Well, I got two. I have one. Definitely. First, I would say you see couches burning at theaters. Like you have to before you go. And another thing, why I say is you cried on the cattle bus. What's you girl? Oh, I ain't never cried on the cattle bus. Yeah, I don't think. I, shit. What's your? So you ain't never. Well, had I didn't really a, take the bus after my freshman year. Oh, he oh, you bougie? Yeah, he bougie. I would say not not even cried on the cattle bus, but you done had some fucked up shit happening sat on the cattle bus just thinking about that shit like damn. No, yeah, that's like I remember like the one of my first math one hundred three tests that I ever got back. Yes. I was like, oh, because <laughs> in high school it wasn't none of that shit. <laughs> in high school, nigga, motherfucker, four point two. Oh, and you, you damn near, no, you not for real, but you, like, you damn near can flip that shit, but no. Like, like, you can dead ass flip that shit. It'd be like, damn, but I think I got like a, like a 56 on my first test, and I was like, I just failed the test. <laughs> mm. That's all I could think. Dang. I would say, for me, I would have to say, like, uh, definitely a staple is, like, you had to have eaten at Conrad's. Like, yeah, you had to have tried like that bitch. shit. You, you gotta have drunk like bitch is like a food. Them rap slapped off. I don't give yeah. a fuck. And then they second, really I, with the cattle situation, I don't know about crying on the cattle bus, but you definitely have had to got left by one before. <laughs> like, yes. that bitch could have yes. first skirted and pulled off on your ass. Let it not be playing. But listen, I would never, ever in my life run for no fucking cattle bus. And I live like that. You ain't about to catch me. I don't care. I'll I'll, 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 I'll walk that. I'll play that shit off so smooth. Like, no, I, I was never going to that bus. That wasn't even right. loop back around. Like, yeah. You're like, no, no. that would be 20 minutes late now. Y'all, y'all ever got, um, y'all ever got yelled, not yelled at, but like, at by them people to be outside of Wales talking about abortion. Oh, oh yes. Like, oh, yes. The preachers of Wales. Yeah. You are not an MSU student until you get into an <laughs> argument with them. Or they call you a fucking harlot or a Jezebel. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, them, them, uh, they be on some whole other shit. Like, this, this lady literally told me, you are a Jezebel. You're gonna go to hell. Uh-huh. And I said, baby, what I do? I said, how you know? You how you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, the combos, though. Hey, remember how oh. Hubbard used to slap? Hubbard's party used to slap. Hubbard's party slap. That's when you would go, I used to hold that you would see your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you used to work there? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> I used to come through, really, (laughs) we used to come through with the speaker, they had a speaker blast, my man's Twan, he had a speaker fucking, Uh, I love Twan, that was my guy, he had come through with the speakers blasting, and we would all just be down there, it was like all black people, the white people, they knew to get their shit at 11, or, no, not 11, but they knew to get their shit at 10 or before. The niggas will be in there to the last minute, I'll be in there buying chicken tickets to the very last (laughs) minute, I'm like, damn, like, Deb yeah. used to be screaming them numbers. One forty two. Does anybody have? Does anybody have one forty two? You point everybody, okay? You fucking shit out of them, bro. Bro, who's deep as hell? And then my surprise test parties, bro. I them ones used to bang. Bro, no, the fucking don't chicken. Them chickens in this with the honey mustard. Oh my god. The chickens in this with the honey mustard. Oh my god. Yes, no, but we used to be down there, and that's when you would see the, the nigga you fucking with, the nigga you used to fuck with. You would mm. see them clap, you would see them shake oh. hands. So you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. I gotta make a fast exit. Like, everybody used to be all up in the that that's, like, that's when you would pull on, that's when you network. Yeah. Like, parties is where it began. All right, what else would y'all say? A, I could go all staple. day. Yeah, I could go all day. Dang. Staple. If you, if you had a car, you definitely got a ticket from parking service. Oh, oh yes, that's definitely. <laughs> Come on, now. If you ain't rack up at least like 200, you didn't go there. If you didn't get your car towed, wait, you didn't wait, go there. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't go there. I got a story. I had a quick finesse. MSU, that handicap Me too, me too, me too. I, okay. That's the only way to see some well, we all had them. If you got that handicap placard, boom, you can park at any handicap spot. And then I had the one where it gave me free parking at any meter. Oh, Ooh, you with had the yellow stripe? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I was going it's, nuts. It's science to this shit. I was going nuts, bro. This oh. one day, this one day, I'm in class. And I'm just chilling. I'm just relaxing. And I had something plugged up into my car. But it didn't tell me if, like, somebody, if there's been a disturbance with my vehicle. I don't know if that disturbance yeah. was. It could have got hit. Mine anything. should be like somebody tried, like, theft. Uh... Yeah, so mine told me, it was like, you know, there was a disturbance. I'm in class. I'm like, what? So I go out there. I'm in Acres. Y'all know Acres got them two ends. Mm-hmm. I go on one end. I'm like, I know I parked over here. What the fuck is my car? <laughs> <laughs> I go to the other end. I said, did I park at Hubbard? Where the fuck is my <laughs> car at? <laughs> and I'm just walking back and forth. I asked the lady's friend. I was like, have you seen my car? Have you seen the tow truck? She's like, no, ma'am. I haven't seen anything. I'm like, where the fuck is my car? Did somebody steal my shit? I still have my keys and everything. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm hitting the button trying to... I'm like, where the fuck? So I checked my car's location. <laughs> oh. That motherfucker was at MSU Police. I said, oh, no. No. Oh, hell. I remember what I didn't know. I thought as long as you had a placard, you was good. Yes. I didn't know that if they saw you getting out of the car and it, like, it didn't match up with your person and all of that, that they was going to tell you That's shit, right? Shit, so really is I parked shit. at like Old Horticulture between the Student Services building right across right. from Berkey. And so my class is in Old Horticulture. So 
I'm in there for probably like an hour and 20 minutes. I come out, car out there. I'm like, damn, I swear I parked right here. So I'm like, okay, let me go cross the street. I'm like, I must have parked at Olin because I had parked at Olin earlier for a class at Brody. You be ridiculous. like, okay. Shit, my shit might be at Brody. You know, I parked parked over there by Mason because I was working at Brody. So I parked over there by Mason. Hell no. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, let me call the police station and like, See, cause like it's a chance, I guess. And so they like, yeah, we have it. I'm like, oh shit. So like I go, I like got this whole story made up. Like, yeah, my mom is over in the student services building. I was parking the car because we was having a financial aid meeting, and she can't walk, so I had to park her uh, at the side door. I'm just like, I had to park her at the side door. And so when he saw me getting out, it wasn't because I was driving. It was because I had to drop her off first before I could park. All this and they're like, no, no, no. Come on, really? no. It's a hundred dollar ticket. It's it's yeah. uh I think the first day it was like sixty eight dollars or something to get your car back, like depending on how fast you got it, like so it was like, yeah, like them the two hundred dollars just off the one. And my car my shit got towed a couple times. But, and they mm. take that fucking placard. That's what hit my soul. One time <laughs> I just looked at it the other day, one time I emailed a lady and convinced her to send it to my mama's house, then my mama gave it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow! It was so. You only got your car towed more than once, too. Huh. I didn't get my car towed more than right. once, but I got my placard towed towed twice. I got Listen, my placard taken. I will twice. never forget. It was our junior year. We was I, I I don't know where the fuck I was coming from. Maybe the grocery store. I don't know where the fuck <laughs> I come back. I pull back into eighteen fifty five place where we were staying in our apartment. I go to go into the uh, to the front door. It's like a side of the door. So my inquisitive ass. I'm like, well, what the, what they like? What are they trying to advertise? And then, it's like, so, we are looking for we are looking for the Bunch of shit in there, and I forgot that it was in there, and I just left. And I scanned my trash can, boom, I left. I was like, Oh shit, I'm good. So the next time, I'm like, Hmm, I need to keep yeah. buying a trash Ooh, can. I, like, oh, I was at hella trash can at the crib because <laughs> I came on the ultimate finesse. 
So we was at Walmart. Fuck Walmart, bro. Walmart mm-hmm. be on some bullshit. People always get called at Walmart. My <laughs> is that. So I'm at Walmart, and I'm like, you know what? I need some shit for the house. I have my apartment back there. I'm putting air fresheners. I'm putting Lysol. I'm putting fucking <laughs> toilet paper. Just all I stacked that motherfucker. stacked and stacked. I stacked that trash can up to the fucking brim. <laughs> like I went fucking nuts. Put the lid on that bitch. Boom. I scanned the trash can. And something happened. I don't know what the fuck had happened. And it was this lady. She was new. So she walked over there. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. This bitch dumb. The manager come over to help her. And she like, oh, yeah, you know, when it's a trash can, you have to open up the lid. Uh-uh. Oh, bitch, you know, well, you better back the fuck up. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, bruh. Oh, bruh. Oh, bruh. Oh, bruh. So it's me and my ex. We looking at each other. We like, oh, shit. And the lid had, like, it was a way for you to lock it. I would have just ran it was a way for you to lock it. So she like hit the button to open it. She see that it's locked. And I knew in her head, she was like, mm. open that bitch up. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. And then she's like, oh yeah, are you guys buying it? I was like, yeah, I'm buying the items. Like, what are you talking about? Like, of course I'm buying it. Like, I had an attitude with this bitch and everything, knowing I was in the wrong. <laughs> like, you know, like, and like, when we got done scanning, it, first and foremost, I'm like, please let this shit go through, because y'all know how college <laughs> is. Like, I did not have the funds. Like, I done, I done dropped like a hundred on some shit that I was trying to drop for the 10 ball. Like, I'm just like, damn, please let me have the funds for this shit. And when I got done, this bitch went through every single thing, making sure I pay for all of it. Mm-hmm. Bro, I remember one time me and my friend went to the Walmart out there on Lake Lansing, and like we was returning the clock. So she had the clock in the uh, in the cart, but like it was kind of big, so like it was like diagonal in the cart. Mm-hmm. And so we had, like walked through the store, or whatever, because like she like, no, I'm not gonna return there or whatever. And so she had, like put a pop in the cart and like a bag of chips or something. Like she was planning on paying for it, but when you walked out, like we had been in the store for probably like an hour, and so like by the time we walked out, we was just like, fuck it, let's go. And so, like, we didn't really even pay attention to the fact that the pop and the chips was still in the car. Like, we just go right back out the same way. We came in, like, right past the people, everything. Like, nothing is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. all right. And so, we got to the car, and it's this, like, it's this short little fat white dude. He walking out to, like, my car. Because, first of all, I parked in a handicap. But, like, I'm, so I'm right there. So, he walking out. He's like, did you pay for that? And I'm like, pay for what? Like, yeah. Like, she's like, yeah, this is my clock or whatever. He's like, no, did you pay for that popping those chips? And then we're like, oh, like, oh, no, I'm sorry. We forgot. Like, we can pay for it. No, you're trying to steal that popping those chips. I'm like, dog, like, if you think I was going to come to Walmart and what I was going to steal was some pop. And some chips. I am really down bad. Like, I'm uh, down bad. It got to a point, I got so confident in my stealing skills that I'm I would just confident. walk up. I will just walk out with that shit. <laughs> like, I just had that bitch in my hand, just walk out. I used to get That was the easiest. Hitting in plain sight. There you go. Yes. That was the way to do it. Like, I was so confident. I met my friend Lou. He's one of my best friends. I taught that nigga how to steal. Mm. I know Lou. Yeah, I taught Lou. Lou was a fucking, he was such a uh, fucking, what's that shit called? Somebody that's perpy and shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. He was just, he was so stuck up. Oh, damn, TJ. Got <laughs> 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 the shit on me. Uh-huh. Damn, I'm hot already. Uh, yeah, he was a square. He was a fucking square. I, uh-huh. Square wasn't the word I was looking for, TJ. <laughs> but I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But, I don't know. Well, that was a lot of reminiscing, y'all. It was. It was. Well, dang. Well, <laughs> yeah. we gotta end it here. We gonna end it. We've been going for a little while. Okay. Well, it's been cool, y'all. It's definitely been fun learning more about this college stuff. 
Thank you for listening. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that. There's definitely a lot more we could talk about, so we'll probably talk about bringing this back up later in the season. Yeah. yeah. Colleges. Until next time. Until next time. Until we meet again. See you.